0: Where you will be able to access past shows, find out more about me and our guests, as well as purchase the beautifully illustrated Financial Foundations books that teach kids about money in a fun, healthy, and holistic way. Hello and thank you for joining us once again for the Financial Fun Podcast. Today our guest is the lovely Carrie Chitsey Wells. Thank you for joining us, Carrie.
1: Thanks for having me, Terry.
0: So, Carrie, what is your business? What is it that you do?
1: So, I'm a serial entrepreneur, and my current, uh, been kind of innovator in mobile and digital technology. My current uh, business is OneTouch Video Chat, and we provide video chat technology to companies um, to enhance the customer experience, increase sales, and so it's a platform as a service for for businesses connect to consumers through face-to-face mobile video.
0: Oh, that is absolutely amazing. One of the things that I'm loving more and more about today and going into the future is how much technology has improved and made it so that we can be personally connected to people all over the place and on the go. Yeah. <laughs> so, and what is your family situation, Carrie?
1: Well, I'm married and I have a nine-year-old son, Max.
0: Nine-year-old. Oh, so he, he's in that lovely, lovely fun age where he's he's learning and, and experiencing and,
1: and, and still appreciates mom and dad. Yes and no, I guess. Uh, no, he he's definitely in that phase, but it's the uh, a million and a half question phase of how the world works. Ah,
0: see, that that's a good one. Wait till he's a little bit older and he turns those teenage years and he doesn't talk to you at all anymore.
1: Yeah, I don't know if I'm hoping for that or getting uh, sad about that coming. (laughs)
0: It'll be mixed. It will be mixed. Yeah. So, thinking back to when you were a kid and that, when did you first discover that money was important and something you should be paying attention to?
1: Well, I was uh, blessed that I grew up with mom and dad that were entrepreneurs. So I grew up from a young age of... And knowing money and knowing how that worked. And I started working just about Max's age in my family's companies. So I didn't have the luxury of having a mom and dad that um, had an eight to five and got two weeks of vacation and all that fun stuff. I mean, I spent my summers in the family business. I spent my nights and weekends helping out and started really, I earned my first Paycheck where I actually had taxes taken out at 12.
0: Well, you said you didn't have the luxury. As a person who has become an entrepreneur and has been for my adult life, I'm going, I don't think that's a drawback. I actually think there's a lot of pros to that.
1: Yeah, I mean, as a business person now, there's definitely pros, but I think as a kid, you're, you know, you see your, you know, schoolmates and so forth, you know, have all this time with their parents at night and go on these vacations and, you know, not have to work. And, you know, my lifestyle is a little bit different. And I'm sure my son, you know, thinks the same of my husband and I, since we both own companies that, you know, it's kind of the same. But, no, I I wouldn't change it for the world. So what were some of the things
0: that you noticed, like, being a, a, a child of entrepreneurs that was different from your friends that had parents that, like you said, had the normal eight to five jobs?
1: Well, as an early age, I mean, I understood, you know, um, the financial stress of owning a business and, you know, hearing my parents talk about it and talking about payroll and, um, you know, paying employees and, you know, revenues and things like that. I mean, I got it. And my dad from an early age always told me that, you know, you need to make sure you know, that you get a good job or own your own company. So, you know, you have financial freedom and you're not dependent upon others. And I mean, he knocked that into my brain, you know, early, early on. And I started to get a taste of working and making money. And my parents were very good in that, you know, we had a great life and they, you know, buy me all kinds of stuff. But you know, there was obviously a trade-off of, okay, you know, you earn money, you need to, you know, if you want this new outfit, great, we'll take you there. But, you know, you got to pay for it. And so I earned the learned the value of a dollar pretty early on.
0: Well, you you said that your parents were actually open about talking about financial stuff with you?
1: Oh, yeah. And I, I mean, I do the same with my son now. I mean, he probably knows more about finances at nine. I mean, he could tell you what Profit is and margin and taxes. I mean, he could uh, he could go through all that with you. I mean, it's pretty amazing.
0: Oh, you are a woman after my own heart, dear.
1: <laughs> yeah, you should be talking to him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, well, you know what? We might have to just do that. But because one one of the things, like I said, if if you are raised in a family where you can talk about money and business and different things like that the kids end up being so much more successful because they learn about it and they're not afraid of it. And they'll ask questions and they, and they make much better decisions because they've been exposed to the information. And like you said, they know that it's all right to ask and learn. And I love that.
1: Yeah, no, it's great. I mean, I think that, you know, the society today is, you know, very different. The kids are growing up in a very different environment that we were raised then and, you know, I try to make sure that, you know, my child doesn't grow up being spoiled and expecting things and knowing that you, you know, you have to work hard from an early age to make it and, you know, not the, as I like to call it, the uh, generation that's never good enough.
0: Well, now now with your son, like you said, you're very open about talking with him and, and he knows a lot of stuff. What are some of the things that... that you're noticing that he's asking about what is he curious about when it comes to money? Like what are the questions he's
1: asking? Well, we just got back from, um, we have a beach condo and we just got back from there and we were driving. And so he's enamored right now with cars. So every time we pass a car, he wants to know how much that car is, how much would a car payment be? How much is his insurance going to be when he's 16? Like, He's nine and he's already. Oh my. So we talk about that. And then, you know, he's very enamored in bills. And so, you know, I always joke with him that, you know, when you taking long showers and paying water bills and leaving on the house, the lights across the house. And so I start, you know, telling him how much utilities are and water. And, you know, he, he's like, man, I'm going to have to get a really good job to pay for all this stuff. (laughs) Um, so he he knows pretty the whole gamut of finances
0: oh i am just blown away at how well you guys have been handling this with your son oh this 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 is amazing so you you say that your husband's an entrepreneur as well yep how how was his childhood any different on this subject from yours or were they quite similar
1: No, he, so he doesn't come from a family of entrepreneurs. He comes from, um, dad worked, uh, you know, for government, police, mom didn't, but mom was very good at managing the money and, um, you know, very frugal. And so he's probably a little more extreme than me on trying to make up for spending because he didn't have it in his childhood. But, you know, he was definitely, you know, raised with, Um, money in mind of, you know, his mom very, you know, doing whatever she could to utilize the dollar. So he's got kind of that background, but completely opposite of not coming from entrepreneurs.
0: Which, which is a much more normal thing. So with him, like, we can understand you going into being an entrepreneur, because most people, they either do it later or like you said, they come from a family of course. So what encouraged him to go into being an entrepreneur when he was not from that world at all?
1: I think, uh, he comes from kind of the ad agency background and I think, you know, he was just really good at it and, and kind of worked for a big company and kind of learned the dynamics and then really realized that, you know, he could, you know, have more financial freedom by doing that himself. And so he was able, had an opportunity to do that and, you know, grew that company up, um, you know, astronomically over the years. Um, and then started a, we actually own a company together and he st- we have our independent companies and then we have a, a joint company together. So we're constantly, uh, you know, running multiple companies. And I think for him, it's just, he's got that no fear drive and ambition.
0: Oh, that's amazing. And, and, what what does your son think of having you guys working together?
1: Well, he hears us talk about it all the time. And, and he, I, I mean, I think he thinks it's cool and he, he likes it. And he's uh, he really likes hearing about business and, you know, we'll be having a conversation and, you know, he'll literally, you know, jump in and start asking questions. I was I, I joke because I was working from home the other day and I was on a conference call and, you know, it's summer and he was out and he came and came and I thought he was going to interrupt my call and he holds up a sheet of paper and it says, I have some questions when you're off. And he had written down uh, ROI and MOU and SOW and he wanted to know what they meant. And he's been writing down all these words that business that he needs to understand. So I thought it was kind of comical.
0: Yeah, I can totally see how that would be a bit comical, but he's asking questions that a lot of people start a business and, and, and don't even start asking those questions until they've already been doing it for a while.
1: Oh yeah. No, he yeah, he he knows what a return on investment is and he knows what a non disclosure agreement is and he knows what a statement of work is and he, he yeah, he's he's gonna be uh he always says, Can I take over your company when I'm older and so I have to tell him, you know, what that entails. But he's definitely uh, on his way.
0: So has has he thought about starting a business on his own or anything? Does he have the entrepreneurial drive yet, or is he just in kind of learning mode and, and paying very close attention, obviously, to what mom and dad are doing?
1: Oh no, he's constantly uh, trying to start his little businesses in his elementary school. His his problem is, uh, you know, the next shiny object, but. Yeah, we've been through candy businesses. We've been through Minecraft card businesses, Pokemon card businesses, art businesses. Now we're homemade fidget spinner business. I mean, we're, uh, yeah, we're all across the board on our, uh, entrepreneurial program. Hey,
0: that's awesome. That, that's the best way to learn. Like, try all sorts of different things. And, and what are some of the things that when you've been watching him, what are some of the things you've
1: observed? about him running his businesses well he always starts off with some you know really high price and so we always talk about you know is the market going to buy it right so we have to ration it back and uh then i already have you know in his mindset he's you know he always tries to cut the corners right so we were talking about his card business it's you know they were handmade kind of like baseball cards and then it went to well, we have a copier and a laminator. So if I just copy them, so he's already scaling, right? Yep. He's, already, he's already like, well, my margin will be higher if I don't have to hand do each one and I can, you know, sell them for less, but produce more. So he's already got that mindset. But, uh, you know, I try to let him know that we still have to uh, have the quality on that, the production. Very, very much so. Very much so. So what was the first business he started? Um, well, so I, when I was in, in middle school, I had a very successful candy business prior to the uh, vending machines. And so he's heard all kinds of stories about that. So the first business was the candy business. Um. Because he, uh, realized that, uh, you know, could go to, uh, Costco, buy some candy and then, you know, crank it out to all his buddies. Um, and so that was kind of the first, the first, uh, effort on that.
0: So I know that he's asking a lot of questions of you and your husband and paying attention there. Is he reading anything to be learning on his own or what does he think of that stuff?
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's reading any, you know, business books for that per Spain, but you know, he he loves Shark Tank, he loves The Profit, he loves Billion Dollar Buyer. Like he watches all those shows with me. Uh, so, yeah. he's into more the visual side of watching it and, you know, he'll out of the gate say, "Oh, that, you know, that that company, you know, their 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 uh, you know, their margins are too low or, you know, he he has very good commentary on those shows, but he definitely loves watching those shows with me. It's funny. Cause he'll say, do we have any shark tanks on DVR? Or, you know, he'll ask, you know, what, uh, what new episodes we have to watch and learn.
0: Oh man. I'm, I'm, I'm just floored like this. I want to meet your son.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he just sounds so interesting and amazing. Oh, he's interesting. He's quite a character. That's for sure.
0: So, how how does he interact? Like, how is he different from his friends? Or is, is, is he encouraging them? Are they asking him questions? Or how, how does that work with his peers?
1: Well, it's funny because his uh, best friend that lives a few doors down, um, his mom and dad are CEOs, too. And so they both kind of have that entrepreneurial spirit. So they were... Uh, you know, he came home at the end of the school year and they were going to start a company together and they all had roles and responsibilities and job titles and, you know, equity percentages and, you know, they were going to build the website and, you know, it was they bought a domain and, you know, the whole nine yards and they were talking about Shopify and, you know, but if you take kind of that friend out of the mix, I mean, and I compare it to, you know, my nieces or nephews who... You know, aren't being, you know, kind of raised in that same mentality. It's it's night and day. I mean, he's very mature for his age. Oh, that's without a doubt.
0: Just a few things that you're telling me, I'm going. This this sounds like a guy in college, not.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Not a nine year old.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: And and so, what what are his aspirations like when he when he finishes school? Like he's got a ways to go and stuff, but. Is he thinking about just starting a business right away? Or is he thinking about, like, going to school for something? Or what is what does he want to do? Like, he sounds like he's really got things planned out already.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, we, we obviously put in his head that he's got to go to school, number one. And so, you know, he, he's definitely, you know, we have the conversation all the time of what do you want to be, right? And that changes because he's nine, obviously. But he's, he, it's funny because, he always thought he wanted to be an engineer because he's very good at building things. And, you know, he's been doing, you know, 14 year old Legos since he was, you know, like six. Right. So he's very advanced, but um then he kind of realized that, you know, now he's all about the money. So he's like, well, how much is the salary of an engineer? And does a structural engineer make more than a civil engineer?" You know, he's like all into that mindset. Right. So he's constantly asking me like, What's the starting salary out of college for this, this role versus that role? And so, but he's very into advertising, um, just because my husband and I's background in, you know, what we do in mobile and digital. So I think he'll probably end up taking a route of some type of marketing technology. If I had to, you know, place a wager here, sure we'll come back to this podcast in uh, 10 years and see if that's accurate, but, um, uh He just has such an eye for branding and marketing. I mean, just what he sees in a commercial from a branding perspective. I mean, I have, you know, MBA marketing people that work for me that can't catch some of this stuff. He's just very into branding.
0: Well, the thing is, he could do engineering as well and turn that into a business and just start off. Because a lot of very successful business people start off in a job and then build on their business skills and, and see how they can take it. I have a very good friend who is an engineer, and he he was an employee for a few years, and then he decided to start his own company, and he much prefers that. But, yep, he is an engineer.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, that's what i tell told him is, you know, he's got to go to college and, you know, get a good job and do that before. I mean, you know, starting a company out of the gate, you know, without real-world experience. Um, you more know, more usually, it's the, yeah, it's a much harder road. What
0: are, 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 are some of the things that you're feeling? Cause like, your, your son is just sounds absolutely amazing. But what are some of the things that you and your husband are going, okay, we need to be working on teaching him more of this, or is he just basically just so advanced that he's taking care of asking all the questions as it goes?
1: No, I mean, I think the biggest thing, you know, with, Kids today and him is, you know, I had him open up a bank account, you know, when he was eight, because, you know, I told him that, you know, the days of getting birthday money and Christmas money and immediately going and blowing it instantly on toys that 30 days from now, you know, he doesn't want to have anything to do with that. He needed to start saving his money. So I've really been, um, you know, we look at the balance in his bank account. If he wants a toy, I'd literally make him go to the bank, you know, pull it out, look at the deposit slips. So he understands that, you know, this isn't just the world of paper money and understanding, you know, his thing always is. So when you pay with a credit card, like you don't have to pay that back, right? And I'm like, uh, no, I mean, if not- you don't pay it back in time.
0: You have to pay more.
1: <laughs> yeah. So just understanding you know how all that works from a financial situation and so you know literally having you know the people at the bank always laugh because you know I make him you know go up to the counter and tell him how much he wants to take out and look at his slip and see how much he has in his balance and then you know when we go when he actually goes and buys something because he you know for a while didn't understand when something's 25 dollars you know, there's taxes. It's not, you don't hand the person $25, right? So he'll always say, well, how much is it with tax, you know? And so he'll understand that. And then I make him pay for it. So he understands, you know, how much it was so he can count his change and really understand that side of the money. Um, so that prepares him for saving and, you know, managing checking accounts and bills at an early age.
0: Oh, extremely important. I remember, I remember the first time because my, my daughter's a bit older, but we've been doing all sorts of stuff like you have for years, and she wanted to buy something, and she'd saved up for it. So she gave me, out yeah, like, the $25, and they go, no, 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 I need, like, twenty six fifty. And I had to explain to her, no, sweetheart, there's tax on that. Right, right. They don't like taxes.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. And I always get the question, well, why do we have to pay taxes? And I'm like, still as an adult, you're going to be asking that question.
0: Well... Certain taxes we don't have a problem with, as long as they're done properly. But unfortunately, that really isn't happening across the board. Yeah, that's a whole other podcast. Yeah, that's a completely different podcast. So to to finish up here, if if you could make sure that your son understands three things about money so that you and your husband feel like you've been successful as
1: parents, what are the three things you want your son to learn and know? I think just that most importantly for my son or anybody else's, is- You know, kids understanding the value of a dollar. So I think breaking it out and, you know, understanding, backing into, okay, if you make X amount of dollars, X goes by taxes, you know, you're living off of, you know, the net. I think that's number one. I think number two, just the appreciation for money, right? I think kids today, you know, don't have an appreciation for money. It's just mom and dad buy everything and they don't appreciate I try, to, I try to relate to Max's. Okay, let's take somebody that works at, you know, a restaurant for minimum wage. Like, okay, you want a $20 toy. You know, that person has to work three to four hours to buy that toy minus the taxes, right? So relating it back to practical things in relation to an hourly wage, I think, because then he goes, oh, well, you know, maybe I shouldn't buy that, right? Mm-hmm. Then I think the third is... You know, the giving back side, um, you know, we're fortunate and, you know, we, you know, take them to church and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And, you know, kids get a perspective that their household is how everybody lives. And, you know, most kids aren't exposed. Um, and so we always try to relate it back till, okay, well, you know, there's kids out there, you know, especially around Christmas time and others, you know, there's kids that aren't getting any toys this year, Right. So, you know, do we need this much stuff? And, you know, just the appreciation of money, right? Because we live in a world where we live in our bubble and we think that everybody lives in that same bubble, regardless of what bubble we live in. And that's just not the scenario. So teaching kids that at an early age, whether it's through volunteering, whether it's through, you know, community, you know, services, which we've taken them to church, whatever it may be. For that particular person, I think is super important. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, those are great things. I am so looking forward to finding out all the interesting and amazing things I know your son's going to be doing.
1: Yeah, you have to stay on his track. Well,
0: yes, and we'll have to, we'll have to get him on the podcast probably soon.
1: Yeah, you should start, uh, you know, having some, uh, kids on the podcast to t- interview them about money. See, uh, what the wizards know.
0: That that would be great. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to be on the show.
1: Yeah, no, thanks for having me.
0: Enjoy your weekend. You too. Before we leave each other, I would ask all of you listening to please subscribe to and rate my podcast. A review would be most appreciated and feedback is always welcome whether it be a comment, future topic suggestions, and or questions you or your kids would like to have answered in the Ask Tammy column on the financialfund.ca website. Please feel free to check me out on Facebook at Financial Foundations Children's Books, on Twitter at Financial Fund, and Instagram at Financial.fun.